Lightworkers Unite is a podcast and social show hosted by intuitive women, lightworkers, and most importantly, friends, Mayum and Manjeet. Welcome to our podcast, Lightworkers Unite, where we believe there is a lightworker within all of us. Whether you are a medium, an educator, or a nuclear medicine technologist, there is a lightworker within you, and we have work to do. This is a safe and sacred place where lightworkers connect, grow, and learn, and share our light with the world. How are you today, Miss Naomi? I'm I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good. We're we're podcasting. On a day that we don't usually do this, and it's a Thursday afternoon, so yeah, it's kind of interesting. Thank you. Hmm? Yeah, it was my. Um, I had a lot of crazy stuff going on on Monday, yes. and so we had to do a quick finagle of time. So thank you for shuffling of off your your time and finding this, carving this little time out for me. No that was worries. Awesome. It all worked out. It it all works out. I swear. Yeah. So, Can I tell you a story? I really am dying to hear this story. Yes. You said okay, beforehand, maybe. like, don't let me forget. I want to tell a story. <laughs> well, I've had a lot of folks uh, reach out to me um, about my father-in-law uh, just privately. And I wanted to really thank them with all of my heart, um, all of the beautiful listeners and, and, and friends and family that have been reaching out to connect with me about um, Tim Williams' dad, who is um, coming. He had quadruple bypass in August and and then had a couple of strokes and then has been in rehab as of last week. Now, this is November. So it's been a long, long battle, long, long haul. Uh, But he's been living with us uh, this past week. That's a lot, um, Manjeet. That is a lot. Yeah, it's yeah. pretty unbelievable. And I'm sure, you know, our listener, you know, who has ever been in caretaking role, I mean, obviously, Mayum, you know exactly what this is about, right? And we have that other podcast that we took, we recorded earlier about, you know, yes. looking after our elderly oh, uh, parents and, their, and stuff. And so that soul journey, yes. Yeah. And it was just so interesting. So he's finally back, which is, which is lovely to have him. And he's, you know, I think it really helps. His disposition has been lovely. He's just really funny and he's happy and he's very grateful. And um, it's been really lovely to have him. But, um, you know, there's uh, physical therapy, occupational therapy. There's a um, shower nurse that comes. There's a nurse that comes. There's all these people that are coming to, to speech pathology, right? They're all coming to help. Um support him and as a VA, as a veteran, because Veterans Day is coming up tomorrow. So I think that's yeah. pretty awesome. We um, honor him and and it's just been really awesome to see that some of these services that, you know, he's taking care of, they are really, really taking yeah. care of him in a really profound way. So that's been really awesome. But um, so he's been staying here but it was, we have coffee in the morning. We, I was telling you this earlier offline. And then we, t- we send him, we, we take him to his house because he really wants to spend time in his house, which he lives about a mile and a half away from us, which is really awesome and super convenient, right? Okay. So yes. he goes into his room or even to his house and he kind of tinkers around for a little bit. And, um, and then we pick him up, you know, a couple hours later, bring him home and then we have dinner together and then we watch movies or hang out and then he goes to bed. So it's been like kind of our routine, right? For the last little while. And um, 
I have been wanting to make this bloody apple pie. Okay. A bloody apple pie? Oh, a bloody apple pie. This a bloody, apple pie. A I, bloody apple pie. That is hysterical <laughs> that you, I haven't heard you say bloody like that. The, the little oh, English so, girl in you. I love it. You know, it's so, it's been on my list and I even had Mira like, pick up these beautiful, mm. um, green, like granny Smith apples. And I've got all this stuff ready to go. And I just have oh, not God, been able to do hungry. this. Oh yeah. No. And mm. it's, it's like an amazing like recipe and, and it's William's love language. Like when I make this, uh, we don't really give each other gifts, but I will make him an apple pie. And that's like me he, saying, I love you. You're amazing. That's just one of the things that, um, that, that I do. And I have done for him for many, many years. So whenever he sees the apple pie, I put a W on it or a Russell on it or something, you know, so he knows like, this is like me saying you're a fucking amazing human being, you know, and I hadn't done it in a long time. And he's been under a lot of stress and, you know, working really hard and trying to organize all these bloody appointments and la, 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 la with his dad. And so I'm just going to pin, pin that. Right. So this, this apple pie has been like on my mind and and we actually went away on our conference together. I had been mm-hmm. planning this before we actually even went to, to Scott mm. Scottdale uh, for mm-hmm. our celebrate your life conference. Mm-hmm. So this is these apples have been sitting there and they're just, everything's ready for me to go. So fast forward uh, a couple of days ago, we dropped William's dad off at his house and now the weather's getting really gross. Right. So he, um, he calls at about four 30 when it's starting to get dark and he says, can you guys pick me up? I'm, I'm feeling really lonely and it's really dark here and I'm really cold. Like, and I really miss Janice. I miss, you know, my wife as she oh. passed a couple of years ago Yeah, and he's just kind of deflated, you know, and he comes home, William picks him up. And in that time that he had gone, I had made the apple pie. Wow. Wow. He comes home and he smells the apple pie and he goes, oh my gosh, it smells like Janice's apple pie. That is Janice's recipe. Holy shit. Uh, I don't know how to make apple pie. I never knew, but I knew William Russell loved this apple pie, but that his mom made. Yes. I made (sighs) that apple pie. I've I've used her recipe. Yes. when he came home, I had, I had like literally like, I had like an hour and a half between circles, actually. It was like something that was going on in my, my, my day. I had something before. And then after, and I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to make this freaking apple pie. It's been driving me nuts. And I just started doing it. I just started making it. So when, when grandpa came home, grandpa, Tim, he was like, wow, it smells like Janice's apple pie. I am so happy right now because I really miss her today. And I was like, <gasps> yeah, you were meant to do that. She helped Thank you, you too. Thank you, Janice. Oh, I knew it. I knew as yes. soon as he said that, I was like, oh my gosh, oh, that's why I made That's why you made it. To help people feeling <laughs> but, lonely. Oh my God. Yeah. I'm tearing he up doesn't right talk now. like that. Oh, no, he doesn't I mean, talk like that. He, you know, he's very stoic. He's a vet, right? He's really, really strong. And he doesn't, but he was like, he came home and he goes, I can't believe that. I feel like she's with me right now and eating this beautiful apple pie. And I was just like, I just silently was like, thank you, mom. Thank you. I, he, she knew he was missing that. her. He, she knew, you know, and so when we, we talk about spirit, right. A lot oh. on our podcast and we talk about intuition. We talk about being a light worker and just picking up on all these little subtle cues. Mm -hmm. Um, so I just wanted to just thank you for 
always reminding me, Mayum, to like trust that. Trust whatever it is that's coming up in your life because maybe it's not just for you. Maybe it was that's for right. Mr. Tim. Yeah. <laughs> Grandpa Tim. Oh, it was yeah. for him. Yeah, oh, for and, oh my gosh. I love that. And then William must have loved mm. it too. I'm sure. He, oh, his, his mom, yeah. you know, like, yeah. and for him and so many, so many reasons why that need to happen. And just yes. gave you. And I, I just, it was so funny because I felt like, oh, she's, when you were saying that she's helping you, she was like, yep, mm-hmm. you can do this. Let's get it done. Just boom, boom, boom. Oh, yeah. So. And it was literally the pie. I I just remember everything about it was so serendipitous because I was, I threw it in the oven and I was like, oh my gosh, okay. I I have just a really small window of time before I have to go down to my next circle. I got to get all this has to happen really quickly. And as soon ding came out of the oven and I ran downstairs, it was literally like, it was all divine timing. Like it was all just, but I didn't realize that that was the funny thing. I never I didn't put it all together until until he said it. Until he walked in the door and he said, oh "I love my it." My gosh, this this smells like Grandma Janice's apple pie. And I said, oh, "As a matter of fact, it is Grandma Janice's apple fact. pie." <laughs> How about he recognized oh, it? Oh gosh, yeah, all he did. It was amazing. That yeah. Serendipity all around that. So oh, much. I, I love know. it. Oh, so maybe job. that's what we're talking about today. Is just maybe mm-hmm. like you know, some of these really profound little things that are happening right around us that we, we look back and go, Oh, wow. That was really spirit guiding me. That was yes, not for me, but it was through me. Yeah. Right. Through, right. Through Maybe me, it wasn't for right? me, but through me. Yes. Yeah. 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 Okay. Have you had anything, um, like similar, like that happened in the, I don't put you on the spot or what, I, but... well, I, I know. Cause well, we, <laughs> we do, we just kind of show up and start talking. So we don't, some things we plan, but um, I'm, I want to say yes, but um, I'm trying to think of anything coming up at the top of my head right now, but I, especially that you said that wasn't for me, but for maybe for someone else. Um, Mm -hmm. I don't know, but what I think what more so is like everyone listening out there is to which you such a beautiful story and so close to my heart. And it does make me it made me tear up because, um, well, two things, because one, it's a dad, he's a Vietnam vet. So it reminds me of my dad and the, the full-time care that we're kind of going through, you know, and, and my mom is mm. unfortunately declining each day is worse and worse. And so listening to that story, it, it brings like those, that, that compassion for their lives and who they are and, and where we're at, because this is the cycle of life. I mean, we, whether mm. it's our own, we're a teenager, we're in our twenties, we get married, we have kids, we're a mom. And then all of a sudden the kids grow up, they leave the house. And now we're faced with taking care of our parents. And I know that's the normal phase, but it was so, it was like a beautiful reminder to hear this story that you share this and that if we can listen to spirit and maybe subconsciously, you know, you weren't aware that you were listening to spirit, but something inside yeah. you was pushing and nudging you saying, just do it, just do it. Yes, And I yes. think that we need to honor that. I, I hope that everyone listening and myself included, sometimes I'll hear a voice or feel a nudge, but I might ignore it or push it away and say, mm-hmm. oh, I don't have time for that right now. But what, what would have happened if I did, if I said, fuck it, I'm yeah. just going to do it. I'm short yeah. on time. 
And, and so you listened to that and you went with it. And I think that's where we all should come from is what am I hearing? What are the nudges? What's, what's going on here? And how do I pay attention to it and Mm -hmm. decide, you know, do I turn right? Do I turn left? Do I pause here? Do I go? I don't know. There's, I, I feel like this is happening all the time with us. I feel like our guides and loved ones are near us and for us. Yeah. And I like ever since he moved in, like it's been really, because really honestly, he shouldn't be alive. I mean, honestly, he, he has been through hell. And uh, I mean, we were really, really, really astounded that he's actually, thank God still with us. Right. And so it's been really interesting as soon as he moved in, I feel grandma Janice, I feel her energy everywhere, like all the time. And like little things are kind of like move, you know, in the house, like, um, like there was a blanket on the, on his corner, the corner of his, uh, of his chair and, um, it fell over and I, I, I went, Oh, um, dad, do you need, uh, do you need the blanket on you? And he goes, yeah, I'm really cold. And so I, I was like, oh, that was, that was mom, right? She was uh-huh. saying like the blanket, put a, put a blanket on this guy. He's freezing. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh, it was just like all these like really interesting things. And I, I know I just thought that was really, really interesting to really feel her. She's really strong right now, her energy. Cause I know ever since she passed, I would feel her in, in our home every now and again, and then she'd be gone. Like she's off with her other kids, you know, she's lots of kids, you know, seven kids. So she's often, often about doing her thing. And then, but, but lately it, it's been really fascinating. Like I, I kind of look over my shoulder, like, Oh, hi mom. Um, like she's right here. It's yeah. palpable. Like one time I smelled her perfume, mm, like yeah. really strong. And I was like, this is kind yep. of, it's, it, I mean, it, it kind of freaked you out a little. Oh yeah. <laughs> it kind of was like, Oh, hi mom. What the hell? <laughs> uh, yeah. All the damn time. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I don't know. It's, it's bizarre. I, that's it's a cigarette smoke is my dad. I'll just have a whiff mm. and it's not even like fresh. It's like all stale, like, like shoved in his ashtray of his beat up truck. Like it's that kind of, <laughs> cigarettes smell you get jumping in the truck you're like oh that's a lovely smell dad and that's the smell and I freaking love it and uh and it's such a it's such a Varnell man smell is that what I call it Mm. you know and and it is just the smoke and the truck and the the hunting and the fishing just I don't know it's just something about it I love it I could sit in that truck and just ah, absorb it all I love it so that's isn't that crazy. Isn't it crazy? Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. And but, I wonder like for our listeners, what are the smells that come up for you that remind you of, of someone that someone has departed or an you event, know? you know, a place, yeah. a home, there's all those kinds of smells. Um, yeah, well, Christmas is coming. Ah, surprise, surprise. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, we all know how I feel about Christmas. And I'm already getting giddy. Hallmark movies are already airing. And John is like, no, absolutely (laughs) not. So when he goes to bed, I'm like, I'm just going to sneak in one. And I like to have it on in the background because it, it literally makes me feel good. It brings me a high vibe. 
Um, and with Christmas, there's a candle that they stopped making Yankee candle. That was mm. my candle every Christmas when the girls were babies and they stopped. It. And I want to cry because it's that scent. Uh, it's called home for the holidays that, um, that reminds Aww. me of my little core family of John and the girls and mm. Christmas. So I'm like, Oh, what am I going to do about that? Aww. I'm trying to buy them somewhere, other places and other cost million dollars, but yeah, they're out of production and they, you know how they do that sometimes. Lame. Yeah. Discontinue stuff. Discontinue. Oh. That was the word I was looking for. The discontinued yeah. it. And obviously oh. they have a million different type of holiday scents, but I was like, really? That one hurts my heart. Like I, I'm wondering, mm. will I ever smell it again? So, and do my girls mm. feel that way about it? I don't know. But yeah, the sense, oh. the smells of spirit that is around us. Um, my dad's been flickering lights and he never used to flicker lights. He, it, and I know it's him because I've tested it. <laughs> I was like, wow. dad, if that's flicker it again, <laughs> yeah. come on, do it now. Of course, you know? of course you thought, Yeah. Just, just like, and, but it was a knowing mm. deep that was him. And, and sometimes if there's arguing going on in the house, in the kitchen, in the core, the girls, dad, me, whatever's, you know, if there's arguing, it'll start to flicker and it'll stop me. I'll be like, okay, grandpa Dan is saying, calm wow. the fuck down. Everybody yeah. <laughs> calm, your, calm your shit. <laughs> everybody stop. Everybody. Yeah. Stop. It Fascinating. is. It yeah. is. And John always looks at you. That's not your dad. It's just a light bulb. We got to replace it. And I'm yeah. like, okay, well, you can choose to believe whatever. I mean, I think you replace it. It's still yeah. flickering. Yeah, so. that's a thing. You replace those buggers mm-hmm. and then they come right back to, you uh-huh. know, um, but then, you know, the electrician um, would say, oh, it's a faulty wire or something. You know? Or it's a bad fault. <laughs> but it's, of course. yeah, or it's grandpa. Damn. It's grandpa Dan <laughs> telling you. I know. I believe it too. I believe that it's no, there's no coincidences mm. with that kind of stuff. We definitely um, have been seeing a lot of, a lot of that. There is one, one light in my bedroom that actually does that a lot and um, just starts flickering. So like this last weekend, I was um, cleaning out my closet, yeah. you know, with the winter, like getting rid of some of the quint summer. Uh, I hate yes. doing that stuff. Yeah. Um, it's so annoying, but very, very important because I was feeling like that clutter. I mean, we did that, that episode about when yes. there's a lot of clutter, you start feeling like yes. heavy and, and that energy really needed to get cleared in my, my closet. Yes. So I started pulling everything out and just getting rid of stuff. And it was really, a, it was a very cathartic weekend for me. Um, but the whole time it was weird because I was actually thinking about my sister, Belby, because mm. When she came to visit me many, many years ago, she did that for me. She cleared my entire closet out. And, um, oh, Belby, I, I love she. I want an the, older sister. Dang no, it. honey, I know she's the best. I love that. It was really cool because she, it was such a beautiful gift, you know, like she cleaned my whole garage out. Like, I mean, she's just like that, right? That's what sisters do. So oh. she's, um, pulling out all my clothes and she's like, girl, you do not need this dress anymore. It does not fit you. If it's maybe <laughs> one of your boobs, it's garbage. Come on, Mangie, <laughs> throw it out. Like oh. she was my realist, right? And this after it. I had a couple babies and so my body's not the same. Um, and so she was like my realistic, like closet cleaner. And, and she, she did all that for me. And, and so every time I do that, you know, I do that a couple of times a year, every time I do it, I think of Belby 
I think of that gift and how much I love her and how grateful I am. And the whole time I was doing it this time, my light was flickering. And it was, Mm -hmm. so it was like, it was like her, Um, she's not past obviously, but it's like her energy. So do you believe that could be like, it was, it felt like she was with me the whole time. Yes. You have to honor that way you feel. Cause that's what I would ask anyone and like, and, and my readings or sessions or whatever, if that light flickering and you look at it, what is the first mm-hmm. thought that enters your mind? Yeah, that's yes. the truth. So yes, her higher self, her guides contacting you, whatever it is, it's her energy. Yeah. Oh, I'm, you know, I love, I love that. That's amazing. That's so cool. But that's, true. I love that. Yeah. The yeah. light's flickering. That's so fun. Um, I was going to say something to, to that effect. What was I going to say? And I lost it. So keep talking. (laughs) (laughs) I know. I love it. I I think sometimes we we think that we can't be getting signals maybe because they're alive, right? Like, um, and and so I think that was where, um, what I wanted to, to, to just touch on today is I think that, you know, even, even the folks that are still alive, that you're feeling, connected to they pop up and they want to be a part of your life they want to they want to be there for you you know well it's just like the old the old story of oh gosh I'm thinking about Uncle Jim right now my dad used to say this Mm -hmm. all the time actually um Mm -hmm. oh I'm thinking about Uncle Jim right now oh I wonder if he's thinking about me and then the phone rings and it's Uncle Jim so it's those little things where yes we and, and with astral travel which should be another podcast you can, yes. um, your soul can travel and you have an intention to go visit someone and see them and you'll see them in the kitchen, chopping up, you know, making apple pie or whatever it is. And so yeah. you call them later. Hey, were you by chance in the kitchen making apple pies mm-hmm. today? And sure as shit they were. So our energies mm-hmm. on this plane, we're all interconnected. We're all still souls. Yeah. So yes, uh, in a lot of my readings, uh, spirit will present someone that'll stand where fathers stand. They'll show me what they look like. I will even get a first name and then I'll, I'll, I'll keep going. And the person that I'm talking to is mouths open. They're like, well, that's my husband. You just, everything you just said is my husband, but he's still alive. And right. so I'll be like, ah, and then I'm like, sorry. And then they're freaking out. Like, do I need to call home? No, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Right. And, yeah. And um, I, what's so funny. Lisa, it's energy. I, it's energy it's, yeah. and it's spirit showing me also that, ah, she needs, there's a something going on with her husband here. So mm-hmm. it's like the energy and his higher self is saying there was a message for her about her husband that was coming through. Yeah. And it was such a weird way. And then of course, I, I, that's when I started to realize and learn that, ah, I have to have them give me a, like some kind of sign that they're on the other side or still on this plane. Right. Because I'll get their higher self yeah. coming in. So, yeah, we are all wow. energy intertwined. And sometimes, I, you know, like I say, we send love and light to people, healing yeah. love and light, mm-hmm. um, or just, um, you know, sometimes it's really hard to forgive somebody. But I say, if you don't, if you can't forgive someone, there's anger, you could send them love and light from a distance, from afar. And if you can't yeah. do it by picturing them as they are in front of you, then pick an age. I always say, let's say maybe they're 15, 12, a four-year-old. A four-year-old is innocent and pure and a free spirit and is giggling and laughing and doesn't know any better. Let's send that, that yeah. age uh, because it's the same soul the same soul. 
but giving love and light and in the intention. And our energies are very, very powerful. So yeah, they can flicker lights, <laughs> they can move shit. <laughs> and oh, yeah. at, and here for, for some of us. Oh, I know what I was gonna say. Um, yeah, it just hit me. I've been dying to tell you this and he might kill me that I'm doing it on air, but remember I told you that Johnny saw spirit. Did we never really got into it? No, you, we never, we never, you never sent me actually a text message and said, Maggie, I need to tell you this. And I, we we just like, and then in Scottsdale, I I got to tell you ladies, I got to tell you guys. So, and I never (laughs) did. Um, and then I asked him permission. Can I tell some of my, my friends? And he's like, well, who, well, now he doesn't know anybody out there. So (laughs) nobody's going to be like, nobody cares. I won't even tell him, but yeah, I, it's something about the energy in the house. I don't know who or what it was. I I need him Mm -hmm. to sit down and tell me more, but it was around 10 30 PM. He goes to bed much earlier than me. And I was still downstairs with my mom. And that's the other thing I'm taking note. I want to talk about that too. And so I hear this, ah, get out. <laughs> yeah, seriously. What? Yes. And then, do, 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 right. And I was like, did he just fall out of bed? Did he get hurt? But he said, get out. Like, no, that's what, no, get out. So I was like, oh my God, he saw something. Oh my gosh. So I go yeah. running up there. And oh my gosh. open the door and he's already back in bed and he's still cut in and out, like out of, out of it. And I said, John, are you okay? What? What? Uh, yeah. 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 I just, I just saw something. I saw something. And I said, well, what did you see? His, ah, I don't know. Some black shadow hovering over me. I don't know. Scared me to death though. It's okay. It's okay. And he, he was so tired. He went right back to sleep. So he's kind of like in the in-between. Oh my God. So it was so wild, man. So I let him sleep. And, and then the next morning I grilled him. I'm like, okay, do you remember last night? And he was like, oh yeah. Cause he had to think about it. And I said, tell me, what did it look like? What did it feel like? What, what happened? And he said, God, he goes, I'm going to tell you right now. I've never, ever, ever felt that feeling before. He goes, I didn't like it. Oh, wow. Shit out of me. And he said, he was, I felt like you, I saw this this energy or whatever you want to call it like this. It was like this um, shadow above me. And he goes, and I started, it was right there. So I put my hand in, I was just kind of touching it. He was, I was like, am I really seeing this? Oh <laughs> and I laughed because it is really like what he looks over and I'm doing that same shit. Like I'm touching shit. And he's always like, I <laughs> never see what you were doing. He was, and I'm doing exactly what, and he goes, then all of a sudden it turned. He was, I kind of got scared a little bit like, Oh, this is weird. And then he said, it kind of turned into like, um, the figure was filled of like crows and bats or spiders like black things yeah that's when he said no and get out and he said he nope and he ran to the light and turned it on to see because he thought it was there and he wanted to you know see it and he goes and then of course nothing was there that's how real he's like i need to turn the light on and so he said his heart was racing and he's like yum it was not warm and fuzzy so that's you know (laughs) at all what do you think it was like what do you think what do I think? Or what did he think? He just kind of, he sloughed it off. He's probably forgotten all about it. He's like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Right. And he won't go there. Uh, so I, of course, was like, well, that's weird. Like at first I thought maybe it was a guide or a spirit or his dad. Mm-hmm. And that can come up, but I don't think his dad would come across like that. And I don't think his guides would either. 
maybe what energy came at first and then turned when his fear set in because he started Mm -hmm. to get kind of scared like this is weird and then it kind of turned dark and if he's in the in-between state he he's not really remembering his thoughts you know of what he was thinking it just got scary and he got scared and then said no get out and then it was done what do you think I've been dying to ask you like what are your thoughts wow you know it's interesting because um I actually, when, (laughs) when you said like a guide, I actually felt like that might've been like, you know, like, but you know, the fear when that, like, when you said the fear kind of sets in, um, cause it did, it did feel kind of, it feels kind of paternal. It feels like a guide. It feels like something, um, but you know, the imagery is, is really important because that's how we interpret things. Uh Um, I feel like maybe inside him, he might be feeling that way right now in his life. Maybe he's feeling like there's a lot going on inside of him and it's, it's like wanting to come out and it feels Uh maybe hard, you know, like maybe he's going through some hard, hard times right now. Um, feeling overstretched. That's the energy of that to me was, I I just need to let go, but it feels kind of dark in here and I'm not really happy. And I think sometimes our guides do that. They kind of mirror how we're feeling right now to give validation that this is where you are. But when you just see that in out of context, it Mm -hmm. can be scary as fuck. Scary as fuck, <laughs> <laughs> you know. But I, because I don't feel like I think you're such a good protector of spirit. I can't imagine that it would be a negative entity or something. You know, I just no, I, maybe it was no. his guide, maybe saying, "Listen, I understand you're feeling this way. Maybe mm-hmm. you're feeling a bit stressed and anxious or nervous or whatever it is. Um, maybe it, you know, just letting that go." Uh, mm-hmm. out of him maybe maybe helping him kind of let it go but he was like what the fuck? I, well, don't think I mean that. when you're like yeah exactly well, you're <laughs> half asleep like why would a guy at that at that <clears throat> time decide in the dark to show you oh this is what you're you know yeah. it, it is scary no matter what but I, I really mm-hmm. do feel like fear set in before yeah. he before he for you know. sure so you 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 misinterpret the messaging when you get fear Absolutely. Right. Like you, you won't see what, what is actually intended because fear will block that fear, doubt, and negative energy. Those are the three, I call them the spiritual cock blocks. (laughs) (laughs) They block everything from seeing the truth, right? It's fear, negative energy, negative Uh, doubt. And I think, yeah, he probably went right into fear mode. and was like, oh, this imagery is really scary. I don't understand. And I I don't don't understand. Don't like it. Lights on. I'm out. Yeah. I'm out. Uh, I think about that. If you're, and I still do this today and I catch myself doing it and I'll stop like me and don't do that. Uh, I tell the girls to not do it, but when you're a little kid and you're afraid, you're trying to go to sleep and you stare into the closet, right? That little crack of the closet door. And if you stare, (laughs) everyone knows what I'm talking about right now. And when you stare long enough, (laughs) you will create shit that is in your mind. That is not really there. hundred percent. Then you think you've seen something, but it's all in our mind and you're staring and like, oh my God, is that, is that the form of a, oh my God, (laughs) there's something in my closet, you know? And I've caught myself. I used to do that all the time. I've caught myself staring at something and then really conjuring it. I mean, I'm making this shit up yeah, and I'll stop. Absolutely. 
because it's, it gets kind of, it gets into fear, that lower frequency. Yeah. 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 I really believe that. Yeah. We just, it's all in our mind. A lot of this is, and that we can project and have something in front of us that looks really real that we might have misinterpreted or because of where we're coming from distorts what it actually is. Yeah. Yeah. It's like the lens that we have on changes everything, right? It's like we, we walk around with our own lenses, right? Our own perspective Mm -hmm. of what we want to see, what we want to filter, what we want to, how we want to see. I think spirit, we walk through the world like that, right? Don't we? we, we walk through the world with, um, different, like they say rose colored glasses, right. But like the lens of positivity or grace or love or whatever. Um, and then there's a lot of people that walk through the lens of like, everyone's out to get me. This isn't going to, I'm not going to work for me. I'm, I'm, you know, and I think the same thing is with spirit. We have a lens that we walk Mm -hmm. through that, you know, can shape and change all of that meaning. Yeah. Yeah. So it's about making a concerted effort. What is my intention with spirit when I see it and when it shows up? That's right. You work only in the love and light. That's only in the love and light and positive energy, high vibe frequency. And that's it. Like you just said, and to walk in that daily, you're going, that's where you're going to see all the serendipity in the world, you know, and that's where the synchronicities will show up for you and all the the luck, the good thing, the good connections, I think is when we yeah. are in that state of, uh, of happiness and joy. And yeah. I'm, and we all know how hard that is everyone when we're in grief, when we're in anger, when, uh, when we're in lack, um, depression, all of that mm-hmm. stuff, when we're scared, fear. Yeah. So, you know, what, what is one to do when, when our life feels like everything's going wrong, um, I'm having physical issues. I've lost, you know, so many people in my life. I've lost my job. I don't. So all of a sudden, people stay in that low frequency because all these things have happened around them, and yeah. they don't know how to pull up. You know, they can't see the wondrous, beautiful things that are around them anymore when we're stuck in that low vibe. Yeah, so, yeah. and and you know, I think. That's okay. It's okay to be there too, right? Like we've all been in those places in our life where we feel like really defeated, isolated, alone, and terrified. You know, those are all very valid places where we go. I mean, when you describe that, that was exactly how I felt when I had my positive di- when I was diagnosed with breast cancer. That was exactly where I was at. And I was almost resentful for everybody who had a clean <laughs> you know, like you just, you're so negative. You're in such a, yes. a dark, yes. dark, dark, dark place. And, you know, I, I really feel like for me, what really helped me, what really served me was truly the one, two, three, four, five, your life. I really, um, I really stand by that, the, you know, that formula for me, because I really needed to stop. I needed to number two, breathe. I needed to really ask myself some powerful questions in number three, analyze mode, where I was like, what is the truth of my life right now? Where do I want to invest my energy and love and light right now? Mm-hmm. You know, and then I can actually acknowledge, yeah, I'm in fear mode. I'm in 100% fear mode. That is yeah. exactly where I am. And just embrace that, you know, yeah. but not having those steps beforehand, I think it just kept me in constant um, ambiguity 
no confidence. I didn't have confidence in my feelings of fear. But yes. once I one, two, three did, I got to the third place. I'm like, I'm fucking scared as hell. Then it was like, ah, oh, I get to really just embrace my fear right now. Yeah. And I don't want to live here. So what am I going to do about it? That's number four. Let's make some decisions, you know, you know, and for me just to finish the, you know, the, the process with my, with the breast cancer diagnosis, my decision was I choose to do all the testing that I need. I need information. I need to arm myself with knowledge right now. Mm. I need to get myself information and still be okay with me being in fear. Yes. You know, I, but, but I'm in a gathering mode. I had to, so I made some decisions. I'm going to do the MRI guided biopsies. I'm going to go do the mammogram. I'm going to go do the biopsies. I got to go do the blood work. I got to do all the fucking BRCA testing. I mean, I'm going to do the work. That was the decision that brought me into power. Yes. The action was okay. Now, what do I do now? I've got information, you know, the fear starts to dissipate, but if we're stuck in number three, where we're analyzing, 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 it's really hard, isn't it? It's hard to find the light. It's hard to, it's hard to get out of there. So yeah. I, I mean, if this serves anybody out there, if you're in a darker place or you're feeling a little defeated, um, yeah. And ask spirit, you know, that was part of my analyzing is what does spirit want me to learn from this? What the fuck guides, like <laughs> help me out here, you know, yeah. who, who can I bring in to help me? You know, and that's where you came in, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 And well, and a lot of people don't know that they can do that and, and ask for help. And I yeah. know, and of course, in the form of prayers, a lot of people will do that. Um, but yeah, actually asking for help and, and what is it from this? You know, why am I going through this right now? Is, yeah. is there a lesson to be learned? Is it my lesson? Cause sometimes it's not our lesson. It's someone else's lesson Yeah, I mean, all the time, right? Our soul contract, we come in and this happened because not because we had to learn anything because we decided that we would sacrifice ourselves for someone else's lesson. Yeah. So, but asking and seeing what comes up, some people might be like, okay, fine. I'll ask, but then what, how do I know what the answers are? How do we get the answers? And I say, and you and I have said this before with people like, what's the first thing that enters your mind? I mean, get quiet, do it, make it a ceremony, light a candle saying, okay, I'm going to pray right now. I'm going to meditate, which means I'm going to talk and I'm going to listen. So you ask for help and then listen, be quiet your mind and just kind of get into a peaceful state where you can have those thoughts come in and spirit will always, always, always talk to you in a calm, compassionate way. Mm -hmm. Sometimes curious, you know, sometimes it's like, oh, that's, you know, very curious, but never negative, critical, or mean ever, ever, ever. That's the difference. So listening to spirit and what thoughts enter your mind, as soon as you ask the question, what's the first thought that comes to you? That's how they talk to us. But yeah, um, if anyone here doesn't know about Manjeet's one, two, three, four, five, your life, I, I mean, there's gotta be a, an acronym for this instead of the one, two, three, four, five. I want to say, I want to call it something. So that <laughs> yeah, to do it's called to one, two, life. three, four, five, your life. It's that's what it's called. It's a one, two, three, four, five, your life. It's, it is literally just 
that but is what how is it? let's let's tell them because when you're you're speaking about it but i don't know what one two three four five is oh like tell our listeners oh yeah oh i thought i just did with the stop i breathe but I didn't get all the way to five. I got lost. In oh, the oh, yeah. Sorry. Okay. Yes. Okay. There we go. Um, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, the one, it's a one, two, three, four, five, your life, meaning it's my trademark process to really get yourself out of like disasterbation, get yourself out of feeling out of feeling, getting yourself out of fear mode, getting yourself out of action paralysis, getting yourself out of this feeling of being stuck because that is the number one thing that a lot of my clients are going through. They feel stuck in their life for whatever reason. So um, that's how we created the one, two, three, four, five. It's the first step is one is stop. So wherever you are, however you are feeling in that moment, if you're feeling nauseous, you're feeling stressed, you're feeling angry, you feel like you want to pop off at somebody, the very first step is to stop yourself. Yeah. And that can look like a little stop sign in the, in the middle of your, in your, uh, in your forehead. It can look like actually closing your eyes. That's a big way that I stop because we're so sensory overloaded. Yeah. Stop, stop, stop. Right. Really, really important. Number two is breathe. Nice deep breath in and a nice deep breath out. So I usually go four seconds in, eight seconds out. Just breathe and do this a couple of times just so you're feeling back into your heart, back into your energy. And this is a really strong biochemical component where you're bringing oxygen, fresh, fresh oxygen up into your brain and into your heart and your lungs. But it's also amplifying the stopping, right? It's very similar to, you know, like Eckhart Tolle's you know, the power of now, mm-hmm. right? And, and it's about being in the present moment, yes. not letting things in the past rule what you're going to say and do, or also projecting what could possibly happen in the future, change, right. you, know, you know, guide what it is that you want to say and do. So the stopping and breathing is really, really powerful. It really mm-hmm. brings us into the, into the now, into the moment. And that brings us into a really powerful place of number three, which is analyze. And this is where we're in a place to ask ourselves a powerful question. So this is having basically your intuitive life coach in your back pocket, <laughs> right? Instead of, you know, having, having me with you or, or, or your coach, you're having um, your own self as your coach and asking yourself the powerful question. So here you might ask yourself the question of what would serve me right now? Mm-hmm. Do I need to just walk away from this conversation, Right. Um, you might ask yourself something like, what is the most empowering thing that I can say in this moment to this person? Right. It might yeah. sound something like, I like it. Mm-hmm. What, what, what's, what's in my best interest right now? Right. Mm-hmm. Maybe in your best interest, it's, it's really to stop and breathe again, take another stop and breathe. Oh, right. I like it. Mm-hmm. Right. So analyzing is a really powerful place because this is where we, we generate clarity. We generate clarity and we align ourselves with what we want to do next instead of popping off at your kid or popping off at your husband or saying something you're going to regret, you know, to the analyze uh, phase is really empowering. Uh, So that's what Um, you meant by where you could get stuck in three. I was like, yeah, yeah, I get, I understand stuck in analyzing. Got it. Right. Uh, You can get really, really stuck in analyze mode. You can, uh, you can start 
just, you know, and, and this is really disasterbation. That's the definition of it is when you go into analyze mode and you just go, 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 analyze, analyze, analyze until you just, and, and nothing happens. Yeah. So in order to get yourself out of the analyze mode, asking yourself a really powerful question, like, what do I need to do right now? Where is my heart right now in this moment? Mm-hmm. Right. And then once you ask, ask that question and answer it, now you're in number four, which is a decision. So now you're in a place to create a really powerful decision for yourself that is in alignment with who you are. Yes. Now you're, now you're acting right now. You're now you're making the decision that it says, I do not want to pop off at my husband right now because that doesn't serve me. It's not in alignment with who I am. I want to be a compassionate partner in this moment. So I'm going to make the decision to say, you know what, honey, I can tell that we're not having a really good conversation about this. Can we talk about this in about 10 minutes? Gotcha. Okay. Make yeah, the like decision that. to defer the conversation to, so you can be more in the, in your power. Right. So four or is from, make a decision, make the decision. Yeah. Make the decision. Cause you can analyze all day long, oh, right. Yeah. But yeah. making you, that decision is really empower is really powerful. So you can call think, it decide. Yeah. Is it, is it yeah. number four? Decide. decide. Yeah. Got yeah. It. So stop, breathe, analyze, decide, decide. Yep. And then number five in the one, two, three, four, five, your life is do now you got to do it, put your money where your mouth is. And now you actually do it. So if you're going to declare to your husband in this moment, I'm where I need to take a break. Now you actually have mm-hmm. to physically remove yourself and say, mm-hmm. I'll meet you back here in 20 minutes. Cause I can't do this right now. Yep. I'm going to say something I'm going to regret. And I'm not going to be happy with that. And you might say something you're going to regret and that's mm-hmm. not going to be good. So let's take a breather. Let's, let's, let's decide together and let's do that. Remove yourself yep. and then come back. Yeah. I love this. So yeah. That is the five steps that I use with corporate clients um, all the time. I use it in my private practice. Mm-hmm. I use it with teens, you know, um, yeah teenagers that are really struggling to kind of get themselves out of stressful situations or feeling um, defeated or deflated. Um, You have a lot more power than we have a lot more power than we think we do. Mm -hmm. And what's interesting is, is identifying where you struggle. Maybe you have a really hard time stopping and breathing. Maybe you have a really easy time going into action. Go, 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 go. But if you're not yeah. stopping and breathing and analyzing, your action is going in directions that aren't in alignment with who you are, mm, right? Okay. So that action is yeah. really a lot of energy expended, but it's mm. not in any productive manner. Yeah. So we need to get clarity, move forward, go back, stop and breathe and then analyze so that that action and those decisions that you're making are really truly where you want to be. Yeah. 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 I love this. This is, yeah, I can see where, where corporate people could use this with relations to customers or um, coworkers, uh, sales, sales, right. I mean, Johnny Corelli keeps coming up. (laughs) Like, oh, Oh. Johnny Corelli, Corelli (laughs) one, two, three, four, five, his life. <laughs> yeah, girl, we all need a little one, two, three, five. Yeah, in one, your two, life. Three, but yeah, it's I love it. Thank you it, for sharing it, that. Yes. Yes. And if you have any oh. if uh, questions about it, feel free to reach out to us. But I would love to hear where you struggle in the one, two, three, four, five. Like where maybe you have a really easy time stopping and breathing. And maybe it's really difficult for you to make the decision. 
and go into action. Maybe it's the other way, right? Um, I know for me, I get stuck really like in analyze mode. I'm a strategist, right? I want to analyze the fuck out of it. Uh And then sometimes I can't decide (laughs) what I need to actually do, you know, actually do. So the knowingness about yourself, right? is really, so like, Mm -hmm. what do you think? What about yourself? Where, where do you get stuck in that? Um, it, it probably is the overanalyzation, uh, you know, and taking action. Cause I, for me, I think I can stop very easily. I can stop, mm-hmm. love the breathing. I mean, I'm a big meditator. I think I can see a situation and be like, nope, I need to just stop. slow down. I, I tend to, mm-hmm. or flee, right. I flee. <laughs> That's my way of stopping as I leave. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, but yeah, I would see analyzing it almost too much and, um, yeah, I would say the same, Angie. That that Interesting. or just yeah. like what am I to do and what are my options? And like you said, what is the strategy? Should I do this or should you do that? Before I make a decision and then take action, I, I need to know what my options are and what's going to best benefit myself and others. You know, what's what's for my highest yeah. good here. So I could see myself getting to that where I feel like Johnny doesn't stop and breathe and he's already analyzed yeah. it. He's already made a decision and he's on to taking yes. action. It's like, no, nope, and I'm still breathing while he's like, okay, this is what we're going to do. <laughs> no, isn't that interesting? <laughs> I know it's, it's interesting, isn't it? Cause you know, yeah. when you think about it with your partner, that mm-hmm. is a huge step. Like it's a huge thing to understand like, Oh, I'm pushing you to analyze when you're not ready to. Yeah. You know, you need to stop and breathe a little longer and I need to honor that because that's actually your process, you know? Mm -hmm. So I think in relationships, knowing this about each other is, it is actually really helpful. I'm a lot more like you in that I will flee if I'm, you know, I want to like go away. Like I I won't. And, you know, some folks don't like that at all. No. They want you to stay with them, talk it through. Yeah. John Corelli. Where are you going? You know, (laughs) go ahead, ma'am. Just go ahead and leave like you always do. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, I love it. Isn't this so Sorry, funny? I have to go breathe. Yeah. <laughs> Look, I'm in phase one and two, okay? That's right. I'm one oh, and two in my life right now. I'm okay. one two in my life. <laughs> stop. You just stop. Oh, That's where the you. hand comes up. Johnny Curly, you stop. Yeah. yeah. I love it. Really I love it. Well, so yeah, I hope it, it, it yeah. serves you. And this of course is my, is my, my baby, my book. It's yeah. um, the, the whole premise of the, the disasterbation, um, the name of the book, which is, which is um, I've been working on relentlessly yeah. in these That's last uh, couple months, but yeah, um, I'd love to share it with all the world. So yeah. Thank you for asking that my sweet yeah. sister. No problem. My friend. Yay. All right. Well, well on that so note, much. yeah. I mean, we kind of went all, a little bit all over the place here. If you think we oh, yeah. started talking about, you know, serendipity and spirit and what are the signs and how does it maybe work through you to get to someone else? And then we got into scary shit with John C and spirit. And then, and then we got to one, two, three, four, five, our lives. So that was awesome. I know. Oh, yay, 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 yay. And I uh, love you so much. So yeah, leave comments. Let us know if uh, any of this resonated or made any fucking sense. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. I think it did. I think it did. Yes. I, I just did. love you listeners. Thank you so much for joining us. And, um, and then yes, Thanksgiving is kind of right around the corner. So it's coming up. Oh, yes. Yes. So, We're so grateful for all of you. Thank you. All right, you guys. Take care. Day.